This podcast is brought to you by BankInfoSecurity.com. BankInfoSecurity.com is your source for the news and views shaping security and risk management within the finance space. When it comes to ACH and wire fraud and the security of online transactions, a new survey shows that beyond the prevention of fraud itself, just taking steps and implementing measures to prevent and reduce fraud improves the overall relationship between financial institutions and their commercial customers. What lessons can the financial industry learn where the role more open communication plays when it comes to commercial customer health? Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. I'm here today with Ben Neef, who oversees enterprise fraud prevention strategy for NICE Actimize. Ben, NICE Actimize recently conducted a survey about the role fraud prevention, fraud education, and fraud protection measures play when it comes to building strong relationships between banks and their commercial customers. Can you tell us a bit about the survey and how an expanded dialogue between banks and their commercial customers is actually working to improve more than just security? Definitely. The, the objective of the NICE Actimize uh, ACH and Wire Fraud Survey was to explore whether or not small and medium-sized businesses really understood what role they play in terms of preventing and managing fraud and, and, and understanding the responsibility for losses in the commercial ba- uh, banking world. We also wanted to take a look and understand the impact of fraud prevention programs or, or the lack of them um, and how that would impact the bank's relationship with those clients and, and their business. And finally, the survey uh, revealed some very interesting results uh, in terms of the, the fact that small and mid-sized businesses uh, reported that they were very, very willing to partner with their financial institutions uh, and adopt business practices that would, that would limit their exposure to wire and ACH fraud. Discussions about online fraud, Ben, which of course often lead to ACH and wire fraud, have been a buzz for the last 18 to 24 months. Of course, we've seen upticks in ACH fraud over the course of that period of time. And recently, we've been getting a lot more attention when it comes to the discussion about online fraud since this new guidance from the FFIEC is expected to be passed down any day now. The new FFIEC guidance for online transaction authentication is expected to encourage banks to invest more in commercial customer education. Why is education so important when it comes to online fraud prevention? This is a very important question um, in terms of the fact that when you look at the at SMBs, um, their, their focus is on their business. They, they are not uh, fraud management experts. They're not online security experts and typically don't have the the level of resources that, say, a large corporate organization has um, to protect the network and and manage security. So it's really critical that, that as an industry, we help to support those those, uh, small and medium-sized business organizations, um, at least with a a basic level of education that they understand how to be a part of of, uh, mitigating fraud risks. And, you know, the survey that that we, we commissioned showed a lot of great opportunities for financial institutions to, to take on an educator type of role, um, both from a risks and threats perspective, but also from a, uh, a, a capabilities and, and product perspective that, that are made available to those clients through the financial institution. The follow-on to that is engaging and reaching out uh, to, to educate those customers. It, it creates an opportunity for financial institutions to grow the trust and, and confidence that those clients see in, their, in the institution. So we, we, we see that coming in, in really essentially two main areas. 
One is is how how small medium sized businesses can do certain things to help protect themselves, and then the second is some education around what the financial institutions are doing and what sorts of services are are available that the business can take advantage of in order to mitigate fraud as much as possible. Now, in this recent survey, Nice Actimize found that commercial customers often rely too heavily or rely heavily on banks for security, finding that most commercial customers are not actively educating themselves about their current fraud risks. Why have commercial customers not been engaged in managing their own fraud? You know, in in many cases, the the challenge for those those uh, commercial customers is really one a, a lack of a lack of bandwidth and expertise. Again, the the notion that those those managers, business owners, are typically spending their time trying to manage their own business, um, and they don't necessarily have the expertise in house to manage some of the the, the security aspects. Um, on the flip side of that. Uh, it, it's not always apparent to them where they would they would even need to go um, from an education perspective, um, and they they don't know the risks, so they don't know the mitigation requirements that that they could the mitigation opportunities um, that that they could take advantage of. So there's sort of a combination of of not really knowing what they don't know, and then secondly, one of the other things that we found from from the survey was that most uh, most small mid-sized business uh, owners and managers um, are not very well aware of the level of liability uh, that they may hold when it comes to fraud um, perpetrated against their accounts. So there's a to a degree a lack of incentive because they're not aware of the of the of the, the liability that they may carry. And Ben, can you tell us a little bit about the survey itself? When was this conducted? Was the survey conducted recently, or has this been long enough ago to where we didn't really have this discussion being top of mind about commercial customer education? The survey was conducted a, a roughly nine months ago, um, and we've we've gone through and, and spent quite a bit of time working working through it and then, and talking to various analysts and folks about um, about what the results really mean. Um, the the reality, I think, is that you know, up and as you said, up until 18 to 24 months ago, the the fraud attacks against uh, commercial clients were not um, were not quite as prevalent um, as they've become over the last 18 months to two years. Um, weren't quite as sophisticated in terms of the the level of sophistication that is is uh, coming through from the malware, the ability to really target the clients, which is a, another um, important trend in in you know the spear phishing and the the patience and time that is invested in perpetrating these frauds against commercial clients. So I think that to a great degree, um, you know, more than two years ago, there just wasn't a a ton of focus in commercial banking fraud as a whole. Um, and then more recently, the 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 notion that uh, as financial institutions are putting a lot of time and energy into fraud management. In the commercial space, um, there's a there's a real need to ensure that small medium sized business uh, owners and managers have a good understanding and a good sense of the of the, the where their piece of the puzzle fits in, where the financial institution can no longer be the the single point of of protection. The organization needs to be a, be a part of that fraud mitigation environment. 
Now, the survey also found that only 17% of commercial respondents were aware of the fact that banks are not obligated to reimburse commercial customers when those commercial customers are victimized by cyber fraud. What does that say, Ben, about the need for more communication and transparency when it comes to the contracts, quite frankly, between banks and their commercial customers? Yeah, I think it's a really good question. I mean, first off, you know, it's it's important, I think, that we, we always remember that a small business owner or manager is also a consumer, and it's it's not unreasonable um, that somebody would, would believe that the same protections that apply to them as a consumer would apply to the, would apply to them as a business. Um, it's it's a fairly logical conclusion to come to. Um, so I think that's one aspect of it that's pretty important. Uh, I, I agree with you completely that communication and transparency are very important. Um, you know, again, uh, it, it's not always clear that the the people who are are responsible for managing their uh, their banking relationship within a, a small business. Um, have have a great understanding of the terms and conditions that apply to their account relationship, um, and and also you know some understanding that they may not be experts in things like like the Uniform Commercial Code um, in in areas outside of their business. So you know it, it, another aspect of education to a degree is ensuring you know financial institutions can ensure that they do have a transparent um, uh, relationship with the client. And that client understands why their their role in the in the fraud management process is so important. Now, going back to the survey itself, 67% of the respondents also noted that they think banks should be liable and that they should also assume the losses when ACH or wire fraud occurs. Does this expectation, Ben, on the part of commercial customers highlight the need for more education, i.e., are commercial customers just not understanding the way fraud is perpetrated, and oftentimes it's perpetrated outside the bank's control? Uh, absolutely, and I think a critical point um, you know, they 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 do not understand how fraud is perpetrated, and do not understand at what level the the financial institution actually can do something about the problem. Um, so it, it, that's that is a that is a pretty key point. Um, I think sort of the the corollary to that is it's it's a little bit hard to expect them to to have that level of knowledge because it's not a part of what they do day to day. Um, so I think it highlights that need for education, um, but I think it's also very interesting when you look at the at the survey, um, a really high percentage of, of customers, around 60%, said that they would be very willing to work with the financial institution and, and they would be willing to accept a certain amount of, of friction uh, and control um, within their transactional relationship in order to, to limit their liability. So it, it it points to an opportunity to partner in in which the financial institution can offer certain limitations of liability or protections, um, and the the commercial client can can you know take on a certain degree of responsibility, and and it, it kind of becomes a win-win uh, relationship for for both parties. It sounds like what you're alluding to is more of a partnership, and that's something, of course, that we've talked about more often recently as we've seen some of these cases between banks and their commercial customers over ACH fraud actually 
get settled out of court because it's very difficult to actually determine liability when contracts oftentimes just assume that the retailer or the merchant, business merchant, will be responsible for those losses. Ben, you've noted that the survey took place about nine months ago. If the survey were to be conducted today, do you think that these commercial customers would be more educated about fraud and the way fraud is perpetrated than they were nine months ago? To be perfectly honest, I, I, I don't think so. I think that what we might see is an increased awareness that fraud exists um, in in commercial banking relationships, in particular um, some of the, the news stories that you, you've alluded to around some litigation um, that's come up in, in the not-so-recent past. Um, so I think there is a little bit more awareness. Um, similarly, there's, there's been a little bit more um, mass media attention paid to things like um, malware, like the Zeus Trojans, uh, Spy Eye Trojans. Um, so I think that the awareness has increased, but I'm not, I, I'm not convinced that there's much better um, understanding around what an organization can do to help protect themselves. Now, you've mentioned the Uniform Commercial Code, and I'm going to ask a question that relates to the Uniform Commercial Code's reference to reasonable security. It's often debated by commercial customers and banks, what is reasonable security? Nice Actimize notes that it may not be realistic for banks to wait for government or for some of these regulatory agencies to define reasonable security. Instead, banks may want to go ahead and move forward with improving their own security measures. But Ben, aren't banks already doing some of this? Aren't they already moving forward to enhance security regardless of what the FFIEC existing guidelines or what the regulatory compliance mandates may suggest? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, I, I'm not seeing institutions that are, 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 are sitting on their hands waiting for the government to, um, to, to formalize definitions like reasonable security, nor are they really waiting around until the FFIEC guidance becomes uh, complete and published. Uh, we're, we're seeing a lot of financial institutions that are continuing to move forward um, with, a, with a good understanding that the, the, the new protections, technologies, processes, um, and, and education outreach programs that they're putting into place are, are timely, relevant, and valuable, um, irrespective of some of the specific details that we might that we might see, um, and and it's the the reasons for that are are fairly um, are fairly powerful. Uh, I, I think most of these financial institutions have a great understanding that um, that that doing so and and promoting their ability to protect clients and manage fraud effectively is a is a competitive differentiator. Um, you know, commercial clients are, are extremely important to financial institutions. Um, the relationships that they create there, particularly in um, community, you know, businesses where um, that relationship is something that directly impacts cu customer acquisition through referrals um, and customer retention as well. The incentive to uh, implement solutions is actually very, very high, um, irrespective of uh, the, the specifics that we see from the regulators and, and the legislators. And in closing, Ben, can you tell us what you deem to be the top three takeaways from the survey's findings? I think there's a couple of key takeaways um, that, are, that are really important. The first is that, uh, the, that managing this problem is not a purely a technology um, solution. There's a, there's a strategic plan that needs to be put in place for an institution to really look at the entire customer relationship, um, the you know the education capabilities, the transparency that 
um, that that they can bring to the table and communicate with those clients. And then looking at technology as as a component of that overall strategy. And, and naturally, the technology should be a, a supportive of the strategy and provide the financial institution the maximum capability to to respond to the customer the end customer needs. Um, similarly, the the financial institutions have a great opportunity, and the commercial clients are very interested in partnering together um, and and learning how to do things more effectively um, on the commercial. Um, Customers end, um, and then finally, um, I think that you know it's it's really important to note that um, what we found was that there's no one one way to solve this problem. Um, we we we've seen uh, things like authenticate out of band authentication be circumvented. Um, we've we've seen that for some clients, um, certain methods of authentication just don't work for how they do business. So um, it, it's really important that financial institutions have some have have some flexibility and some capability to really meet those clients where they are to be most effective. Um, and, and finally, I think that you know that that really speaks to this notion that that if we put the customer at the center of our strategy, then we can really um, and then and then leverage technology to support that strategy. We get the best the best mix of capabilities to protect against the the, the various and and continually evolving threats but also engage customers and continue to keep them in the loop, so to speak, um, in terms of how the, how the, the fraud problem is being managed and, and grow the relationship uh, between the financial institution and the, and the business. But I'd like to thank you again for your time today. Absolutely. Again, we've just heard from Ben Neef of Nice Actimize. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten. This podcast has been brought to you by BankInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.BankInfoSecurity.com.